Welcome to episode number 246, Changed by Christ. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Gabe, and Lee. Changed by Christ. In this episode, we have special guest, Lee Leon. We cover topics that range from religion, church, faith, ministry, COVID-19, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Rick Warren and Frank Viola. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Lee, thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So yeah, dude, let's just jump right in. For those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. Well, hello, everyone. Now, you guys can't see me, so I want to give you a quick description. I've often been described as a cross between Vin Diesel and The Rock, okay? (laughs) So I I try to make it. I'm probably closer to Benny the Jet and um, (laughs) Chunk from The Goonies. But I'm a husband, a father, and uh, I am a devoted follower of Jesus Christ that just happens to be a pastor of a young church called Changed by Christ. I love it. I love it. So, uh, yeah, man. So let's let's jump right into it. Uh, we obviously uh, know each other. We grew up in the uh, same congregation together, um, on and off in the early '90s, I guess, to late '90s, um, at least a decade, I would say. Um, but anyway, what what has brought you to the actual ministry yourself and creating one? Uh, your own outside of obviously you're a child of God and you're 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 brought up that way and raised that way um, and as we all know each other but what kind of made you make that shift yeah I've been very hesitant you know I think this is something that I was born to do that I ran from my entire life yeah yeah um, I, I think if you would ask friends of mine from 15 years ago and say, hey, did you ever think Lee was going to be a pastor? They would say, absolutely not. <laughs> and I would have told you at the time, you're crazy. Right, you know? right, right, right. But um, man, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered. And I really believe that when you track over the course of your life, like you could see God moving mm. on your behalf and just things working out in such a way that it's divine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my mom tells me when I was three years old, I went to this camp with her, this retreat. Back in the day, we always used to have like camp retreats, church yeah, retreats, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. And um, a minister said, oh, your son's going to be a pastor. And, you know, obviously, I don't remember this at three years Correct. old, right? And there were just kind of pivotal events throughout the course of my life that led to me getting here. I was serving at a church locally, and there was a minister that came and lined up pastors Mm. and he's speaking over the pastors you know prophetic word and he's gets to myself and my wife and he's looking at me he looks at the minister uh the pastor at the church that i was serving at and he goes you know i don't know this guy and he's like looking at the pastor and he says i don't know this guy but then he he looks at me and he says you know what god is going to bring people to your church that know nothing about the word, people that are tattooed, people that are all types of colors. You know, there is something inside of you. And I kind of have felt it for a while. Yeah. Um, growing up, I had this experience that has like haunted me. I don't yeah. know if you guys have ever <laughs> invited people to church. Yeah. And um, so I happened to invite a Catholic friend of mine to this church mm. back in the day. Yeah. And, um, Needless to say, he was in a culture shock, right? right he comes right. in, he experiences the service, yeah. and he was like, what just happened? And I couldn't explain to him right. as a kid because in my mind, like, what do you mean what just happened? This is church, bro. Like, right. like tell me what you, you need to understand about this experience. Like, yeah, we were yeah. in middle school, elementary school at the time, and he was just 
completely baffled by what just happened in the service. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm so lost. I don't know what that, and I've never been to a Catholic service, but I assume it's a lot different right. from, you know, a Hispanic. We, there was no translation back in the day. No, either, no, right? no, we're like, straight no one up. Was standing up, translating into English. So I'm like, oh, you don't understand what's going on in Spanish, a dialect <laughs> that you clearly don't speak. Right, right. right. Um, so... Just growing up, it just impacted me that he was so like confused by what happened in the service. And, and now I just have a passion for preaching the gospel, like communicating Jesus to people that do not know Christ. It doesn't mean um, anything changes, that anything's different. Like I still preach the word to, to the best of my ability as clearly as I possibly can. But I want to keep in mind that there could be people there that do not understand you know the basics of the gospel i guess you could say and still at the same time hopefully feed those who are more seasoned christians i love it so do you remember do you have a defined outside of you know the, the one you just explained that haunted you uh <laughs> or still haunts you uh but do you remember was there like a defining moment that you can recall when you made that decision to start your own ministry yeah um i remember just like it bothering me you know mm. like I felt like God was just speaking so clearly to me so I spoke to uh, my pastor at the time I sought counsel you know the Bible says in the multitude of counsel there is wisdom so I just reached out to people that I trusted respected and I, I sought counsel and I said listen I really believe that God is, is putting this on my heart to go and do this um, and there were people that were just really in agreement with with what I believed God was placing in my heart to do so I just started to run with it you wow. know um pastor ancy de sources has a church uh in levittown pa he's he's been you know my biggest supporter with this ministry from the beginning um and throughout covid we were just going through a difficult season and i remember talking to him saying man this is kind of rough right now yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah. um being a pastor is it's you know it's difficult because i guess i feel like a weight of um being just I want to be a blessing to the people that are a part of this ministry I want to make sure that I'm doing right by God and honoring God with all that we do yeah so I, I take it incredibly serious and you know just speaking to him he just said to me the world needs change by Christ ministries and for mm. me it was just something incredibly impactful because you know we're not a huge church you know yeah. we're, we're a small church we're still building we're still growing i believe that it's meant for something bigger meant for something greater to impact you know anyone that that hears about us right yeah. but right now for him to say something like that it's just you know it's humbling because i see it you know i feel it i i know that this is going to be something greater but right now you know in reality we're not living it right, right. and then with this past year i know so many people have just had so many issues with COVID and everything. We were renting from another church having services and uh, that, so we didn't have an option to not have service. The church called us that we were renting from and we just had to stop because wow. they decided to, and you know, rightfully so, I guess, right? Yeah. I didn't have the option to, to say whether we continue having services or not. They just said, hey, we're, we're shutting down and couple months go by we didn't hear anything from them so um we just recently started having services on a regular basis again at michael's restaurant in morrisville yeah but for the most part we've been leveraging social media and so forth trying to communicate the gospel and, yeah. and personally i'm not that much of a fan of it but i realize the value in just using social media Absolutely. Like, like you have to mm -hmm. yeah yeah, no, man, that's special. It's um, yeah, like you said, there's there's so many challenges uh, just in the past year with everything that's going on. But um, it's interesting the point that you make with making the decision, right? There's something in the back of your mind. Um, not to compare your ministry to our podcast on any level, but when we were deciding to start the podcast. It was, we were almost tired of each other procrastinating, right? Yeah. It was almost like you had like this little itch and it became like, we know that we're supposed to do this. Absolutely. Let's just do it. Like, yeah. it's actually bothering me that we're not doing it now. Like, we got to that point yeah. where it was just like, that's it. Like, I'm not scared anymore. I'm not like, I'm just going to give it a shot. I feel like this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Let's just go for it. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, that's why we made a promise to each other. Um, and said, listen, let's just do 10 episodes. If 
we knock out and rock out 10 episodes, at least it will stop bothering me. Yeah. At least I tried and said, and I, yeah. we're going to give it our all. We're not going to do you no know, lollygag, you know, whatever. No effort because um, I believe in putting forth your best effort to then say, because I wouldn't have been satisfied if we kind of like... Uh, didn't give the full, yeah, half-heartedly like yeah. gave you know a, a bad or, or not so good effort. I would that would haunt me, right? Yeah. And it'd be I feel so bad. Like finally, I had a chance to do it. Something that we've been talking about for multiple years. Yeah. Here we are doing it, and now we're not doing it for to our full uh, ability. Um, that's just disappointing in yeah. myself. So we said we're gonna do it. Uh, Ten episodes came and went. Five years later, we're still at it, stronger than ever. But I do believe it's. Each of us, the way you described, um, you know, like that nudge or just that knowing, and I know you had, uh, you know, uh, leadership in in in, uh, in churches talk it to you or speak it into you, kind of like you will be this. Um, you, just, I still feel like at the core, you know. Absolutely, yeah. You and this is something that I just love what you guys are doing here. Like I really believe that this is a ministry. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're honoring God with what you're doing. There's so much junk out there that people can't even take a moment to Mm. listen to. Yeah, This is something that I believe edifies people. Mm -hmm. Right now, people can't see, but I'm rocking the Blessed Brand shirt, Faith Over Fear. And and this is street evangelism, you know, t-shirt evangelism. So I get to show people that uh, that I'm all about Jesus with this nice shirt that you guys created. And I just (laughs) love everything that you're doing. Yeah. This is is great. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. Um, so, So in the past year... Speak a little bit about how um, maybe some level of mentorship or guidance or coaching came into play. Maybe at a moment where maybe or elaborate on what you're just speaking. Yeah, a moment of fear or a moment of just uncertainty. Like, what the heck do we do now kind of thing? And someone was to reinforce what you so here's the thing this is the th- this is the thing that kills me it's like you pray about it you 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 uh you read about it and you know but it's still so dope to hear somebody reinforce what you were thinking and praying about yeah 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 so you mean specifically with covid yes so with covid it's just it's just been interesting because we were i guess you could almost say we were comfortable we were doing yeah. the you know church every sunday and it was kind of smooth it was relatively easy and then covid hits and it's like boom what do we do now you <laughs> right know? right so i we we jumped the bandwagon with everybody else we got on zoom we got on social media and we just kind of attempted to stay connected with everybody uh last year i was just recently speaking to my wife about this we just really realized through covid this past year that we just care for people mm. you know um we the church is not a building you know the the original word is ecclesia it's a gathering it's a group of people just gathering under the commonality of jesus christ Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so i want to continue to gather with people and see people grow in their understanding of who christ is but this past year with people's emotions all over the place the people that were a part of the ministry that we're building up i just wanted to make sure that they know that we care for them and you can do things to make sure that people know that you care for them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Call them, text them, go to their house, give them something, mm-hmm. right? Like anybody that we knew of that was in need, we made sure that we were there for them, whether it be with something uh, financial, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see love, right? Absolutely. First uh, Corinthians 13 is like the, the love, uh, the marriage chapter in the bible every marriage you go to every wedding you go to you gonna hear first corinthians 13 love is kind love is patient right like you can be those things you can be patient when you don't want to be you can be kind when you don't want to be so we made sure to attempt to show people our way that that we care for them um and and i guess we didn't need a building to do that right like we continued to communicate and give a message on a regular basis we did bible studies through zoom um, we reached out to people. We just called people, say, "Are you okay? Like, how, yeah. how's everything going with you um, throughout this time period?" And I think everybody was all over the place, right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many interactions you guys have with people, but there's people mm-hmm. on all these different spectrums. We just wanted to be there for people and let them know we're available if we need to talk. Yeah. yeah. What I one of the uh, questions I always wanted to ask. Uh, uh, 
someone who had their own congregation, or even if they're always, I always wanted to ask this. No, no, no. no. I mean, it's not. It's a, it's, a, it's a very basic uh, question, but I always find I always find it fascinating the way God works, and obviously. But one of the things that you said that you know, obviously, you accept anyone who walks into your you know your your church and your your service is when the pastor has. Um, Oh my gosh! Like like a string of um, chapters that they want to uh, preach, but and teach, but it, it continues through multiple weeks. And you catch someone who, and someone comes into your to your doors, and they're in like the middle, and they're like looking around, like, "Wow, <laughs> man!" You know what? Right now, we've been going through. Like I've been going slowly through Philippians. Like we've been going through the letter that Paul wrote to the church of Philippi, mm-hmm. and every week in my mind, I'm like, "Man, this is fire!" But yeah. you, but you never know because <laughs> you got to, you got people you got people that are there like you know sleeping. Yeah, on, yeah, like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if they're sleeping per se, but you know what sure, I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I got and you. Sometimes like growing up the way that we did, I yeah. expect the reaction. Sometimes yeah, I, I'm yeah. like. I'm like, did you did you get it? So I'm trying to be as clear as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, as I prepare messages, like yeah. I, I prepare, man. Like, yeah. I know you said you're a reader, man. I, yeah. I get into stuff for sure. So before I preach on something, I've probably researched the Greek version of the word. Like, I want to nice. know exactly what the meaning of the word is before I get up and try to speak about something. Yeah. You know, I want to be spirit led, but I want to be understanding of what I'm. I'm preaching yeah and i get excited like as i'm studying so like when i'm up to preach and i'm like whoa this yeah. this is good isn't it guys like, <laughs> like, don't, ain't you feeling that That's, you didn't get that one part right there <laughs> so like i want to get into conversations with people afterwards yeah yeah but you you just got to run with it and believe that you know <laughs> believe that they're getting it right it's so true though because depending on you know where you go I mean, listen, guys, I mean, we grew up, um, you know, the Pentecostal church that we grew up was live, bro. Like, it was live. Mm -hmm. And after, you know, pastor says something powerful, there was like chants and clapping and praises (laughs) all over, right? And it was like, so you kind of i know exactly what you're saying you're yeah like there's so, like that expectancy yeah. like you, you are already you know what that level's like <laughs> so, grow, so growing up like if growing up seeing that yeah when i'm preparing i'm just like oh this is gonna be fire that's the good stuff right there and then when there's no reaction it's like oh I guess yeah. not. You know I mean, because you like, like when you're like you've done public speaking, right? Yes. Like yes. when you do public speaking, I guess you want to like pause and, and give time for the crowd, engagement, um, yeah. get engagement. But um, you yeah, know, there's sometimes I, I, it's happened to me. Uh, I think actually, you know, Gates probably witnessed a couple times where it was not landing. Like whatever <laughs> I was saying, was like woo, it just kept it moving. And like I know he's dying laughing in his head and i'm just like dude i gotta keep this together so i just stayed with what i believe stayed with what i prepared and kept it moving man i never forget one time i was drove, i drove home salty and i'm like dang yo, i prepared like crazy for that and it did not stick like on any level like it was awful and i just remember thinking like bro i thought i was doing the right thing and then I came to a realization, like, dude, you were doing the right thing. It's just you got to learn from this. You got, you got to, yeah. because I was teaching in my mind. What I then found out later on, I was teaching for a specific audience where I have to understand that not everyone, like, even if it was that audience, what we don't realize is everyone's going through something that day, that moment. Yeah. Like, there's people in that audience that literally just got in a car accident, a 15 passenger van, just, and they all still showed up. So. For me to expect them to be fully engaged into everything I'm saying, what am I, you know, I'm crazy if I think that. There's no way. Their mind's all over. They're probably thinking, man, I got to call the insurance. I got to do this. I gotta, how am I going to pay for this? Like, their mind's all over the place. And here I am getting mad, not at them, but at my, I got mad at my message. But my message eventually landed. I, later on, I found because I got, I found that out because I got emails later on yeah. saying, sorry, I wasn't fully, but you did good. And I was like... Well, I'm never probably getting invited there because <laughs> it was just like a bad act is what I felt. Um, but then afterwards, you know, we re-engaged the audience and you found that. Well, I found that the lesson for me was you're, you're going you're gonna to get some. 
Some you're not going to get. Yeah. Some they're just there just to be in that vibe, even though they might not even half understand or even listen. And they just want to be around good. And uh, if you could just understand that or even just hold that, sometimes the healing is just them sitting there. Yeah. They might not be rocking with what you're saying. And it might not be fire in their mind, which is super funny because I do the same thing. And I'm thinking... And you know how much you prepared, right? Oh, yeah. And you know you sacrifice all this time and, 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 and reading and going over like because you want to you wanna provide the best product. You want to give them the best. But uh, like I said, sometimes people are just there just to sing yeah. and praise. They're not there to listen to your word. Not yeah. that it's anything against that, but it's just everyone's at a different stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so, funny. You can't take it personal. Yeah. In, in my mind, as long as I can clearly communicate what the Bible says, it's okay. You know, the Bible says the word does not return void. So if I'm able to mm. spit something out there, I know it's going to feed them. And whether it was for that day or a month from now or six months from now, they, they got that inside of them and it's going to be used eventually. Right? Yeah. In, in my mind. Have you ever said something that you regretted <laughs> saying instantly? Like... You know, one hundred percent. Oh, super awkward. Um, and it was actually it wasn't in you know like uh, motivational speaking or anything like that. It was like um, actually like in front of like a, a group of family members, and I said something. I was like, oh man, I probably kind of crossed the line there. Woo! That was, and he felt bad. Um, but it was nothing like super negative. It was just maybe too much too soon. And actually, I was being positive, but it was kind of like that wasn't the time for it. Like, I was trying to be motivational when a time, it wasn't that. Yeah. It wasn't time to be Mr. Motivational. It was time to, it was time to be just caring and hugging and being just, compassionate. Just supportive. Supportive in that situation. And I'm in their face. Yo, you got this. We're going to get over it. We're going to get through it. And they're just all staring at me like, bro, <laughs> you do not get it. And they, their look was so disappointed. Like, bro, this dude's a savage. I don't even, yeah. walked away. I had people walk away. Um. Yeah, and I instantly regret it. So it wasn't a certain thing I said. It was just my action. In try- yeah, my intention yeah. was good. It just it came off the rip so bad. Yeah. But yeah, so I know, I know that feeling. Yeah. I, one of my first year of preaching, like I, I got an opportunity to preach and I, I needed more schooling. You know what I mean? Right, I right, needed right. More, more time. But I'm, I'm very grateful for those rough beginnings. Sure. But <laughs> I remember being in a church that, you know, Spanish church, uh, radical. I'm preaching in, in the English service in the morning. And it was like Thanksgiving time. And I'm trying to give an illustration. I don't even remember what I was preaching about. But I know I said this phrase. And I'm cringing still to this day because I said this. <laughs> so so I'm describing the way the things that my mom cooks at ham, right? And I go, ooh, and my mom makes this freaking ham. And the way I said it, every the whole everybody just paused and we're like, what did he just say? And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, I really like ham, guys. Like, so I don't want to tell you. Like, like, yeah. like the faith in food. Yeah, you know I mean, that's what I'm about. Like, but when I said that, I'm just like looking around because every everything stopped. Like oh, it was just horrible. Man. So I'm just like, oh snap, let's hurry this up so, so much be cringe. <laughs> so so explain. Uh, so if anyone were to uh, visit you guys, wherever the location is, um, explain a little bit about your format, what they can expect. Um, I know. Again, going back to you know, I always think about this, man. We were in, like as kids growing up, we were in church for like five hours on a yeah. Sunday. Um, and that could have been something else that freaked your friend out. <laughs> Maybe he's there all day. Um, uh, so explain a little bit about your format, your approach, and what, what, what can people expect? Yeah. So if you're a part of a Sunday service, you're going to come in. We're probably going to be praying. Uh, there'll most likely be somebody that attacks you at the door, says, hello, how you doing? Um, prayer jump into some worship we're singing you know four or five songs however yeah. many around half hour or so yeah. jump into some preaching and again that's around a half an hour and we i try to take my time with closing but we're typically done a service within an hour and 15 minutes yeah um when we were at this other location when we were renting from the church we would always have like a fellowship hour because one of the things that i liked growing up is we, we were a family you yeah, know what i mean like church, sure. we were there forever but we yeah. were you know it was a family atmosphere we mm -hmm. we actually i remember hanging out around here every sunday right we were over here yeah. um 
by the river there playing <laughs> kickball, doing whatever. Yeah. Every Sunday, like, it was an all-day event. Right. So I wanted to bring in that family-type feeling with this uh, church because, to me, we're, we're family, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, prayer, message, and... I guess an altar call. So if you're in need of extra prayer, if you just want to come up to the altar for prayer, take a few moments and, and leave that open for people to uh, get prayer, get prayed for. One of the things, um, another question I always wanted to ask um, was, like you said, you, you prepare multiple days or all week, whatever, uh, to prepare your message. Oh, actually, do you, are you just Sundays or do you have anything else during the week? So... Now, we end up doing, like, a prayer thing through Facebook. Like, we'll do, like, a Facebook Live of, okay, okay, of okay. praying. My sister, my whole family's involved yeah. in it. Uh, my sister, she's a worshiper, so she'll sing with me while I'm doing yeah. prayer. And, nice. you know, we're just kind of taking a, f a bit of time. Is that a specific day? Every Monday, we do that at around nice. quarter to nine, nine o'clock latest. Okay, okay. We jump on and, you know, we pray for people. We encourage people to message us if they need specific prayer, comment if they need prayer. Um, we'll do, my wife and I just started this, and I hope it lasts because we're having a lot of fun doing it, but like a, uh, a live stream where we're just talking about church-related topics. Oh, nice. Um, so we've done like seven episodes, and it's been a lot oh, of fun. Wow. And um, we've gotten good feedback from it. Like we're just talk, being real, you know, yeah. letting people know about things that happen in our church, um, life as ministers, um, Life as parents, right? Like parents go through your different struggles. Yeah, for sure. My uh, just just before coming here today, I say I don't have favorites, right? But sometimes there's one that I might favor a little more than the other. <laughs> sure. Like on my way here, before uh, before I got here, my two year old she looks at me and she just decided to throw a French fry at me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> today she is not my favorite. You know, so um, that's awesome. You know, we all got struggles, of and uh, just trying to be real with people, talk to people, and. Um, kind of a format like this, going back and yeah. forth with my wife specifically. I like it. I mm -hmm. like it. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So to go back on the my uh, my original thought, I see. Or you hear it all the time. I don't know how authentic these you know certain people are with it, but you prepared all week for a particular message, um, and then you hear. You know, I woke up this morning at a change of heart, and I felt like you know uh, God was speaking me to. I'm going to alter my message. So. Forgive me if it's kind of all over the place, but I felt, you know, I felt that it's felt this in my heart that this is what I need to be saying today. Have you ever felt that? Is that um, um, something that you believe in or you think that's real? Or is it kind of like maybe they're just maybe they did feel a change of heart and just going with it or. So, yes and no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it could happen. Sure. But. In my mind, while I'm preparing, that's time with God giving me the information for that day, right. you know? So uh, to be honest with you, I think for some people, that's, that's an excuse for being ill-prepared, yeah. right? But yeah. it, it could happen, you know? It, it happens. <laughs> for, for me, like I said, I, so I, like I told you, I'm going through Philippians right now. Like I'm, I'm living that, right? Like I wake up to it every single morning. Yeah. Um, I pray and I have this specific passage in front of me every single day. Um, I study it like I want to make sure that I know inside and out what I'm going to be speaking about so that I can flow with it. Yeah. I, I write everything down and I, I take it seriously because... Yeah. I don't know who's going to be there. I don't know what they're going through. And my prayer is that this message is going to be a blessing to them. And at the end of the day, the, the Bible, it's enough, you know, like it's good stuff. So if I just can accurately communicate what's there, it's going to be good, you know. What has been, um, I guess, your favorite part thus far? Um, we obviously wish you nothing but success. But thus far, what has been your favorite part about having your own ministry? Man. <clears throat> It's, it's all good, but just, I guess, seeing the impact on people in general, mm. it, it's big. You know, yeah. Jesus changes people, man. There's just something about intimacy with God that will just radically change your life, you sure. know? 
and, and I want to be a vessel that God uses to facilitate that, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's just, yeah. You know, you, you know Tony, Tony Robbins is a big motivational guy. Um, when he was born, I think he, I remember him talking about this experience that he had or something like that. He wasn't touched that much as a kid, and he was starting to get, like, sick. Mm. I, I'm trying to think of exactly what it was. I wish I remember the syndrome. There's some type of uh, syndrome, anyways, that, that sure. the child, like, needed to be touched right. at the end of the day. And I just believe, like— just that nurturing. Yeah, yeah. I just believe that experiencing a touch from Jesus will radically change your life for the better, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to be fake with people. I, I hope that I'm clearly communicating what the Bible says because, you know, he's, he's there. He's in the Bible. Yeah. He's, he's there. Um, there's a passage in Scripture where a woman has an issue with blood, and the Bible says that for 12 years she couldn't be around people because— of the condition that she had according to the law, according to the rules of those days, she wasn't even allowed to be near people. So she wasn't able to see her family. Mm. She wasn't able to see her friends. And one day she heard that Jesus was coming in town and she's thinking, man, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, like I just know for some, some way, somehow things are gonna be better. Yeah. And it says that once she touched the tassels on his garment, she was healed instantly. And the way that it's described is people were thronged around Jesus. And, and that word just simply means they were pressed against him. Like he didn't yeah. go anywhere yeah. without people being right next to him because yeah. they wanted something from him. But this lady, she got to him somehow, some way. She pushed, she shoved. She made sure that she could touch him because she believed that change was going to come as a product of her touching the hem of his garment. And instantly she was healed. So this is my belief that when you, when you study the scripture, the tassels, they were put on priests' cloaks to represent the, the will of God, the commandments. Mm. And my belief is like the will of God for our lives is not for us to be hurting, not for us to be struggling, but for us simply to get to Jesus and be radically changed for the better by him. Mm. And in that instant, this woman got touched by Jesus and everything was better. I, I don't believe that having a relationship with Jesus is going to mean that all your hardships go away, but I just believe that things are going to be better as a product of the relationship. Like, we're going through Philippians in our church right now, and Paul the Apostle, he's in prison encouraging the church of Philippi, and, you know, the prisons now, they're like the Ritz-Carlton compared to what he dealt with, right? right he's right. chained to a Roman soldier constantly. When he used the bathroom, the soldier was there, you know? The prisons now, they, they, they got it good, right? They get the three meals, they having fun. Right. Um, Paul the Apostle, he was struggling. You know, he was being whipped and beaten regularly. Right. But he's there in prison encouraging people outside of the prison. Like, it makes no Amazing. sense. Yeah. But relationship with Jesus, it just radically changes your life for the better, man. I love it. Um, so, so is there anyone that you maybe growing up or maybe in, in your later you know, years that you kind of looked as looked to as almost an influence for who you are today when it comes to your preaching style um kind of the way you approach preaching or you know uh even even studying the word preaching preaching specifically yeah um man not not really so so i've listened to like everybody yeah but Lately, I don't listen to anyone because I want to make sure that I'm true to myself. Like, yeah. I, I want to make sure that I'm releasing my own voice, whatever God placed inside of me. But growing up, like, I remember Charles Stanley. Like, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but I loved him growing up. He had a radio station. Yeah. And he was very clear, just good uh, preaching, in my opinion. I've listened. You name him, I listen to him. Tony Evans, T.D. Jakes. So I, I liked everybody. Yeah. Um, Judah Smith, I've, I've listened to everyone. But now, like, I try not to listen to anyone so I don't sound like anyone else. I want to be as authentic as possible. But I know just studying in general, I, I, I'm constantly reading and trying to get better. What is your kind of spin on the whole uh, pandemic? Do you think the way we're approaching and 
um, there's a, there's a lot of uh, tele more more so televised uh, you know like preaching in a sense where you have the Facebook lives you have the zooms you have obviously what was already out there and the YouTubes do you think this changed ministry forever do you think it's in a good going in a good direction you just maybe it's just another tool in your tool belt to something to utilize moving forward because a lot of people were against uh, using X, Y, and Z methods. Yeah. But now you're kind of forced to Changed. use X, Y, yeah, and making that adjustment. Um, and so is, is that, like, what's your spin on that? Is that something like, again, you're just going to use, you know, for your advantage maybe in the future? Is it something that ex explain you saying, uh, you, you know, people still coming together? Yeah, I just think it's important for us to be in, a, in the same place together, but got to do the streaming anything at this point like we've seen the value in it big time yeah. this past year and i i almost regret not being as into it as i have gotten as a product of the pandemic sure mm. um and personally it's just me not wanting to do the facebook live thing right but i see the value in it i've had people come up to me in like grocery stores saying oh i watch you every week and i'm like oh all right it's awesome you know, i i hope it's been a blessing for you, right? But um, got to do it, and I th I hope it's changed things for the better. Yeah. Um, I I do know, I've heard a lot of things from ministers that have made me just shake my head. I think people have decided to be more uh, political in mm. this past year, and from the counsel that I get. You know, we, we keep the, the politics off of the pulpit. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think I think it's been great, you know. Like, I don't, I don't know how many people you're reaching on this podcast, but I know what you guys are doing here. I think it's great, you know. You guys always have a positive message. For and sure. And the more people that can hear it, the better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and, I, and I'm a firm believer, you know, like, getting the, getting the message Just out, get especially out. if yeah. it's in your heart and you're truly driven uh, to deliver that message um, and there's a lot of roadblocks in your way if there's a you know obviously a legal way to you know release that message and and you can do it and you have the ability and it's either that or nothing at all you know what I mean yeah I would say go that direction go that avenue yeah I think it's worth it but you know, I always go back to like being able to have a conversation like one-on-one -on -one, what we're doing right now 100%. it's just 100%. so much more beneficial than me speaking to a live stream where I can't grab somebody and say hey like did you understand that mm. or like like man there's so many messages that I wish I can redo you know yeah. <laughs> or yeah. or add to or take from or explain better because you know just to provide a bit more clarity sometimes right for sure like I don't want anybody leaving with any confusion I want people to be impacted and you know I'm human. I could potentially mess that up, right? But sure. I, being able to be in the same room with them and say, hey, this, this. And I've had services where I've come back the next week and said, hey, this was said, and I just want to make sure that you guys know it means this, this, and this, right? With, you know, the social media and the internet, you, you can't really do that because you have no idea who looked that past week. You don't <laughs> right. know yeah. what's going on, but, you know, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Get the message out there. Yeah, and I just think that talks to that talks towards you know success, um, and what you're you're willing to do, uh, put that sweat equity yeah. uh, into challenging times, um, and just to overcome it. I just think it's just a it's a challenge in a way that's a what are you what are you going to do when I, when when a roadblock is put in your way? Are you just going to give up, or, yeah. or are you going to go after it even harder? Um, maybe it's just switching what they call everyone's the big word of the year is pivoting, right? Yeah. Maybe it's just shooting your, you know, stopping, looking around and shooting in another direction. Um, I think it, we, we saw a lot of, unfortunately, businesses go down under and we saw a lot of businesses succeed and there's people in between. Um, I find ourselves kind of like in between. We were kind of, we never really went down, down. Um, I think we're only, we stopped for like a week. I think two max. Two max, and we just kept it moving. And that was only because we were just really unsure what to do. 
honestly, it wasn't that we didn't even have the ability. We could have did it. We were just kind of like, let's just hold off. I'm not oh, even sure. Because we're going off the two-week, uh, you know, the the breakdown. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, everyone stop everything for two weeks. We're like, oh, all right, but we'll just do it. And then it was like week three. I'm like, no, 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 we can do this via yeah. Zoom. We could, No, we got options. Thank you. We had a, we had a conversation <laughs> yeah. after like two weeks, and we're like, we got to. Yeah, no. We had, what, what, what we we had things now? lined up. We yeah. had. You know, we put so much time, effort into this. It's not just, you can't just cancel us for a month. Um, yeah, so you yeah. got to figure out, or they could. And we saw other podcasts get, you know, go under, unfortunately. But it's the the way you react to those challenges is going to determine your results. Yeah, you got to keep on going. Quitting is easy. For yeah. sure. And you get comfortable. A lot of people this year got comfortable. They got comfortable with what they were doing. They got comfortable with X, Y, and Z and whatever it was. And their lives are totally different this year maybe it's for the better maybe it's for the worse um but people got comfortable and i know we kind of put the pedal to to the floor the whole time saying we're no we're going to continue to stay uncomfortable we're just going to continue to figure out new ways continue to figure out to have this podcast in a positive safe way we did and we figured it out um and i just think that goes with with everything it's you know some people blame um, oh, that's just that's just the way it's supposed to be. Uh, it's not meant to be. That's not my destiny. Um, I don't know. I th- I find some of that stuff hard to believe. Um, but to each his own. There's 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 a there's a point where it comes to. Um, did you want to do this or you don't don't want to do this? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Either way is cool. Just don't like stay stand up there and yeah. tell me this is something you really. Oh man, I really want to do it. But you know the pandemic. The pandemic. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's on you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, you have anything to add towards that or on that? I just went off on the tangent. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I agree. Success or failure is all a product of your faithfulness, right? Are you going to continue to go no matter what? For sure. Like yeah. you can you can choose to stop, you can choose to quit, but at the end of the day, if you want to be successful, if you want to be victorious in anything, you got to be faithful. You got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, so how are, how have you you um, incorporated the family right? So um, do do your kids go uh, with you? Do people bring their kids? Is it kind of just into the adults? Yeah, it's like, a, has it it's, it's a family thing, man. Yeah. I, I want it to be something bigger, but you know my my family we are we're Jesus people, right? So uh, my mom does everything. She she's a part of everything. My sister is all in the mix. Her nice. husband's all in the mix. My wife. She is, you know, uh, a necessity. I need her to uh, keep me in check and yell at me and encourage me. She, sure. She's my everything. Yeah. Um, my kids now, I really got my oldest helping us out with cool. the uh, lives that we do on occasion. Oh, that's awesome. So she, she's all in it. The that's other, awesome. The other day my oldest just she just i just needed her to you know hit the start button Great. right the yeah. start and stop yeah and i'm uh i'm giving this brief message and she starts dancing like while i'm giving <laughs> this message and i was just thinking she was going to be locked in now she's seven right yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm thinking she's going to be locked in and that was not the case <laughs> yeah. so she stops it after i get her attention when i'm finished yeah. and i go i go hey what happened leah what happened she goes Dad, I just felt the music inside. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? So she just had to dance. She just needed to bust a move in that specific moment. So I'm like, thanks for you know being incredibly distracting. Right now. Like, I needed that. Thanks. Oh my gosh, that's too. Funny. But yeah, I, I um, what do you mean with kids coming in general? So yeah, we yeah. we fortunately we have a lot of kids in the church. You know, we're we're comprised of about 40 people if that and uh the majority is my family right including kids my sister's got three kids i have two kids uh my wife's cousins come and they have uh, a bunch of kids too and we have a couple other families that come but you know i love seeing kids in the church and um for me like i i know there's churches that they will yell at you or they will take your kid out if they're making noise but for me that's encouraging man that's like yeah. we got life in the church even Absolutely. though even though we're not huge we got uh we got some life in the church and i love it you yeah. know so i uh love it all so so what what are some of the um you know some of the things you're looking forward to in the future what would you uh you know have planned ideally would like for to happen anything that you you know the future holds yeah so this past year we really went hard in trying to get a building mm. and things just kind of fell through we we really believe that this specific 
location was going to be for us um we reached out to banks like crazy we had a good amount of money saved up ready to go to be able to 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 get and you know the the amount of money wasn't much you know like there's people with houses that are more than what we were going to spend on this church yeah but we just had difficulty getting a loan and uh yeah in the future i love to be able to have our own building where we can do everything that we want a, a church to be doing right we can be a blessing to people that are in need with or without a building but it, it does make it a bit easier when you have a specific location there's definitely um you know organizations nonprofit organizations that we can connect with to feed the homeless you know yeah. we can do that again we can do that without a building but with the building it just makes it easier love to have um little things throughout the week to um incorporate everybody right like we wanted to have a youth night we wanted to have prayer nights regularly like i come from you know that type of church setting where you're in church 7 p.m 7 a.m praying and crying reaching out to god like i want to do that like i i don't think there's a problem with continuing to incorporate that type of stuff in what we do now um it's biblical you know what i mean um I just think it's important to teach those things and it's easier to teach those things in a church setting. So hopefully we can get that building pretty soon. Um, But I really want to lean into what's happening now with the technology that we've been using because I've just seen fruit from it. People that wouldn't go to church are getting connected to some of these services and saying to me like, hey, I heard your message last week. I saw that. Uh, show that you did with your wife and it really blessed me like uh, you guys are talking about stuff that I haven't really heard any other minister talking about so I I want to just continue to talk about Jesus by any means necessary because you know he's had an impact on my life and I believe that that is where true change comes from an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ I love it so we have a wide variety of listeners but if there's someone out there currently listening that was is on the fence, on the edge, wondering, you know, um, maybe where you were a few years back and to start their own ministry. What, what's what's your recommendation or, you know, any wise words for them? Man. Talk to a pastor. So yeah. if, if you don't have a church that you're serving at and you're trying to start a ministry for God, like the Jesus, for the kingdom, you're not ready. Like, you got to get under leadership, under the mm-hmm. right leadership, and be connected with the right group of people. If it wasn't for, you know, specifically I mentioned Pastor Ancy, I wouldn't be doing this, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, just his counsel, being able to reach out to him in times of need has been so beneficial for me. Somebody else I speak to, um, Pastor Hiram Garcia, he super encouraging. Like, throughout, the, throughout this past year, I've just reached out to these two men. Yeah and just kind of complained to them and told them my situation, what I'm going through. And they've just spoken life into me, man. Just made it clear to me that what I'm going through is temporary and that what I'm doing was better than what I thought I was doing, mm. right? Like, I don't know if you guys had moments where you're like, man, is this enough? Is this going yes, well? absolutely. Uh, speaking to these guys, they're just like, oh, you're awesome. You're doing great. You got this going on. You got, I can't believe you're doing so good. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah. what's happening here? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. I just said freaking ham from the office. I'm losing it, right? <laughs> but they're like, oh, you're, do- you're doing great. And I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just get, get connected with the right people like make sure that you're um seeking counsel from the right people at at the end of the day that that's just how you do things right like if you want to be successful in business you find somebody that's successful in business and you study them you get under them learn from them and hopefully you'll grow in that specific area that you want to grow into absolutely um all right so any parting words man um Jesus loves you. I love it. <laughs> All right, so uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes, but this time we're going to change it. I'm going to read the two quotes, and we like to wrap it up uh, as we typically do. Uh, however, I would like to, if you don't mind, for you to uh, end in a prayer over our, our podcast. So I'll yeah. wrap it up with 
the two quotes and then we'll leave it to you. So uh, the first one is by Rick Warren. Every time you raise the standards for leadership, you bring everyone else in the church along a little bit. A rising tide raises all the boats in the harbor. The second one by Frank Viola. The church, therefore, should not be confused with an organization, a denomination, a movement, or a leadership structure. The church is the people of God, the very bride of Jesus Christ. Uh, and with that, as mentioned, I would like for us to wrap up with a prayer. Yeah, let's do it. Father, I thank you for this time that we had on this evening. Lord, I want to take these few moments to present to you Jimmy Lee, Gabe, Miguel, and Hector. I want to present to you these men that are continuously pressing forward in spite of certain things that they might have to deal with on occasion, Lord. Lord, I want to present to you the Rotated Views podcast. I want to present to you the Blessed Lifestyle brand. I want to present to you Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. And I just want to speak out into the atmosphere that these ministries, Lord, these businesses will be successful and victorious because they're not just businesses, they are ministries, Lord. Lord, I want to present to you, Gabe, and ask that you just bless him and keep him and comfort him, Lord. I want to present to you, Jimmy Lee and Hector and Miguel, and I want to ask, Lord God, that you comfort them and provide them with that peace that surpasses all understanding, peace that makes absolutely no sense that you're able to provide us with, Lord. Lord, have your way in their lives. Make it abundantly clear to them that you are for them, that you are with them, and eventually you just happen to work all things out for our good, Lord. Lord, I just declare in the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above all names, that you are in the mix, Lord God. You are in these podcasts, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. We need you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. <laughs>